You know you're on the right track using the gifts and skills God has given you inside of your coaching business. But when it comes to attracting consistent clients and growing your coaching business, well, you have no idea what to do. Sound familiar? It's time for some strategy. Welcome to the Scale with Strategy podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stoops, corporate gal turned business strategist, Jesus follower, wife, mom to three, and hey, I might have a slight obsession with some coffee. (laughs) My mission with this podcast is to help you grow your coaching business through biblical principles and smarter marketing strategies so you can serve as a coach God wants you to be and create more impact and income. And if you need help with your strategy, grab a Scale with Strategy coaching call where I'll help you create a roadmap to get from where you are now in your coaching business to where you want to be. Just go to scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash coaching. All right, let's grab a latte and listen in. Have you ever felt like everything was coming against you at once in business, in life, and everything, and you're just like, what is going on? right? I know you've been there. I know I've been there too. When these things happen to us or when we're feeling like, I don't know what to do, what is our response then? What do we do as Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ? What do we do when these times come upon us? Well, I want to talk a little bit about something that my husband brought up in church a couple weeks ago, and it was the account of Jehoshaphat. Man, it was so powerful. It's so powerful because, you know, all scripture, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so we get our comfort and our hope and we learn through all the scriptures in the Bible and we learn how other people have endured great things through God in the Old Testament, right? So so this account with Jehoshaphat was just, just so powerful and it's just a reminder for us to really go, where are we, what do we do when situations are coming against us? And what do we do in business when, you know, maybe you're going through a dry spell and you're like, I need another client or I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill or Lord, I thought this is what you want me to do, but I'm not as successful as I thought I was going to be, you know, what do I, you know, what do I do? And so in second Chronicles 20, you read the whole chapter, but I'm just going to pull some things out of here. So here's Jehoshaphat. He was the King of Judah and he was being told that a whole bunch of tribes are coming after him. They're going to come against him. And, you know, people are telling him this great multitude is coming against you. You know, so, I mean, that's how we feel sometimes. We feel like this great multitude. It's not people, it's things. And we war against spiritual things in high places, wicked things in high places. So it could be in our mind, in our families, in our businesses, people, being taken captive at the devil's will to, you know, just stir up things and make you fret and make you fear, right? Totally normal. But this stuff, this stuff has happened from beginning to till now, from the beginning of time until now. And so Joseph, Jehoshaphat was afraid, right? He began in verse three, it says, then Jehoshaphat was afraid and he set his face to seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. And so when you think about this, you know, here he's getting this report that all these tribes are coming against him to battle and he's afraid. That's the first reaction he had, right? We are afraid when things happen 
to us or when something looks really bad, we're like, oh, Jesus, you know, I'm scared right now. (laughs) And so what do we do, though? We seek the Lord, right? That's what we have to do, just like Jehoshaphat did. We go and we seek the Lord because the scriptures let us know that if we seek him, we'll find him. If we draw near to him, he's going to draw near to us. So that's so cool, right? And so then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord. And he's seeking the Lord, right? He's crying out to the Lord. He's like, oh, Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? He reminding God who, who he is, right? Don't you rule over all the kingdoms and the nations? Yes, you do, Lord. And in your hand are power and might. Look at that. He grabbed a hold of his fear and took it to the Lord and said, Lord, aren't you this awesome, powerful God? Yes, you are, Lord. And, you know, basically you can do all things, right? He says, and this is the key point that I want to bring out, is that he said at the end of verse 12, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That phrase stuck with me so much. Like, wow, Lord, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. I mean, think about how powerful that is, because at the end of the day, we really don't know what to do. We are frail, we are limited, and we need God. And we need him to help us. I mean, Psalms 121 says, my help comes from the Lord. I lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth, right? And just putting ourselves in that mindset of, I am, I am nothing, Lord. That's humility, right? We need your help, Lord. We need you to move on our behalf. Give us the wisdom. Give us the knowledge. Give us the understanding. We don't know what to do, Lord. This, this situation is looking crazy. I'm scared, Lord, but my eyes are on you. And so as everyone was standing there, all of Judah before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, who was a Levite. And he said, listen, this is what the Lord is saying to us. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde for the battle is not yours, but God's tomorrow. You're going to go down against them. So look at that. You have to face your battle. That doesn't mean you're going to fight it, but you have to face it. You have to go down. You got to go. You got to do something. You got to take action. Go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness. You will not need to fight this battle though, but stand firm, hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord will be with you. How awesome is that? And then later we see what happens. The The people were delivered by the Lord. The people who were coming against them, they all turned on themselves. They all turned on themselves and killed themselves. And and they didn't have to fight at all. And so what happens, if you read down a little bit, you'll see that Judah came to the watchtower and of the wilderness, they looked toward the horde and behold, there were dead bodies laying on the ground. None had escaped, none. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found among them in great numbers, goods and clothing and precious things. I mean, there was so much abundance there within the spoil that it took, 
It took, they were three days in taking the spoil. It was so much. Look at that. They ended up killing themselves and the spoil that they left was so much that they couldn't take it all with them. They had to take it in three. It took them three days to take all that. It's just amazing. And so they were so blessed by this situation. And today, I just want to remind you that we serve that same God, that God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who did that for Judah, did that for the people of God. He is the same God. And so if we are going up against a battle or we're battling, right? We need to stand firm, face the battle, but allow the Lord to bless, seek him and know Lord and, and have that same attitude. Lord, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. Okay. Because if we're his people, just like they were his people, he is going to bless us the same way. All right. So I hope this mini exhortation blessed you. Have a great day. Hey there, before you go, if this podcast has inspired you or blessed you in any way, then I'd love, love, love it if you do two things for me. One, share this podcast with another entrepreneur in Christ. Two, go to Apple Podcasts and search for the Scale with Strategy podcast and leave me a review. And hey, if you need support in your business, I am here for you. Grab a Scale with Strategy session at scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash coaching. And as always, I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen and amen.